Welcome, everybody, and uh, thanks for bearing with me. Uh, obviously, we're running a couple minutes late on this Friday night for all kinds of reasons that you don't need to know. But um, I am here, and uh, thankfully, most people are watching the recorded live stream. So I want to thank everybody, whether you're watching live or recorded. I love you all. You can be sure of that. I hope that you're having a great week, um, and I hope that the peace of God is with you. And like I said in, in the opening statement, this channel is about, we look at the science, the logic, and reason. We're, we are fully connected to Trump's Department of Defense online research project, which gives us the light that we need. And that light is able to describe and, and clarify what is happening. On this channel, we've been focusing the last several weeks on one we have a violent revolution that is unfolding we're going to look at that and under the violent revolution we can put all the cultural issues the cultural issues we've been saying on this channel for the last several years are so extreme that they're actually spiritual issues they're they have to do with spiritual darkness which it has to do with the end times which is what bible prophecy is all about but they also have to do with sorcery, people not wanting to believe reality. They are getting the masses through the media and Hollywood and corporations and the government, this fake regime. They're using those entities to convince people to subscribe to false realities, fiction. I call it sorcery on this channel. So that's the cultural issue in the violent revolution, which is consisting of the satanic right blasphemy movement which is the gender ideology of lies and sorcery and basically pedophilia and the sexualization of children and then there's the race war all along you have this trump derangement syndrome and something special is happening with all things being equal there's no way that we're going to have a 2024 election so are there new surprises coming? We talked about earlier this week, we talked about on Wednesday and earlier this week about the weapon, and we've been talking about this on the members channel, about the weapon being the Congress. Uh, we took the House, we got what we needed, we think, right, we're saying? And now that we have the House, it looks like everything is going through the House, but it, that could change to where things go through the Supreme Court or the military, we're going to see tonight that the Supreme Court wants nothing to do with how these things are unfolding. <clears throat> so, um, we shall see what surprises are coming. Hang in there with me on the members' channel. I am not settled in yet, uh, per se, and um, uh, when you're transporting a lot of computers across the country, it's not that easy to quickly uh, crank up everything you know, we've got the live stream going, but uh, bear with me on the members channel. Hopefully we'll have, un we'll resume on the members channel uh, early next week. And we I have a lot to say on the members channel. If you haven't subscribed to the members channel, it's a great way to support this channel. And um, check out all the links in the description box. Okay, folks. So we have um, the, to begin with uh, tonight, um, this jump this bothers me a lot it jumped out at me and um we begin right here 
Take a look at Mr. Sharpton. Think violent revolution. Think civil war. Think party of segregation. Think racism. Think final battle for humanity. And while you're looking at that, let us switch to this. That is what this is all about. Watch Reverend Al Sharpton. Al does himself in disgraceful display during Jordan Neely funeral. Think about that. That clip. Look at this team. <laughs> they are worshiping and making a, again. They're 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 salivating for civil war, and they're saying, you know what? We declare that this hardcore criminal Jordan Neely. They're treating him like Floyd two point oh, and they're. There it is. He's showing up. This clown show circus, like it says here, and he's going to this funeral. They're they're treating it like he's a former president. I mean, come on, people. So this is all part of the violent revolution. They are trying everything they can to trigger civil war. This is all part of the black nationalist, really the the, the Marxist revolution, of which a portion of it is the revolution the Black Nationalist Revolution, like we've been talking about with these 1969 videos from J. Edward Griffin. And that is what this is all about. Everyone should be aware of this. So they're rolling up the Black Nationalists, these hardcore criminals, to worship their hardcore criminals. And it gets worse than that. They're committing blasphemy, folks. And Listen in. <laughs> Can you believe it? But right there, people. Blasphemy. If I'm a betting person, which I'm not, if I were, I guarantee you, people, that almost every single person here, when it's all said and done, look at these demons with their little cell phones. Blasphemy. I'm saying it. They're under delusion, biblical delusion, holding up the word of God, blaspheming, and this guy is a blasphemer. This guy is an actual demon. He even looks like a demon. But anyway, I just want you to know this in the context of what the enemy is doing. I put everything out for a specific reason. So be aware of this. Again, they're all coordinated operation. All of them are coming together for this hardcore criminal in New York City that died at the hands of a good citizen that was helping other people out. And they're going out of their way. And now the stupid kid from New York, she's getting in on it. In addition to these phony reverends that are blaspheming bringing these big Bibles to the funeral. And be aware of this. AOC attends Jordan Neely's funeral in security protected SUV takes selfies with fans. Again, these communist hard core criminals are laughing it off. Ladies and gentlemen, they're doing this on purpose. They're doing this to try to trigger. This is all about the violent revolution. 
They're trying to trigger some sort of civil war, anger, race war. They know what they're doing while they're bringing in their hardcore criminals across the border. This is all antagonistic behavior. And it, we're not done yet. Let's keep going with this theme. Meanwhile, we have this. <laughs> you can't make this up, right? Florida man puts white people on notice. <laughs> yeah, really? Um, tell us about this. Says every black person should get $3 million for reparations. <laughs> yeah, um... But um, again, this is an antagonistic movement. Again, think of what I said at the beginning. This has to do with sorcery, a departure from reality. In order to implement Marxism and socialism, you have to depart from reality to begin with. But again, they're doing this by doing this. They're dividing America and pushing the violent revolution I mean, I mean, here it is. This person is coming, making a complete fool of himself. And how much are they pay? Are they paying this guy? And he's coming out saying, "Oh, this nonsense, homelessness, and all this other garbage." Y'all talk about police violence and all this stuff. Don't nobody care about that, really. What do we care about? We care about our reparations, <laughs> and we have to put white people on notice. Think about it. Think about the, again, they're triggering the situation that our foreparents and us, we didn't work for free and underpaid and all this nonsense, and the white people get away with it, and they talk about the great city they're building. Again, this, there it is. No, we want our reparations. It's not, and then to make matters worse, Again, I'm going somewhere with this theme. Um, We have elected officials feeding into this violent revolution. Squad member Cory Bush introduces resolution for $14 trillion in reparations to black America. (laughs) She has no the rest. She's babbling all this nonsense. The only way we get close to the reparations is if we start putting forward those bills that will not be approved, laugh out loud, that speak to it and are very clear about what reparations could look like. <laughs> laugh <laughs> out loud again. But again, I want people to understand <clears throat> that as you can see, as this elected official is, she's admitting she knows that none of this is going to go through. She is just doing this to push the emotion of the violent revolution because it confirms to the criminals that yeah we got something something's going on here even though she admits that it ain't gonna happen but um this also bothers me and i think everyone should pay attention actually this bothers me a lot and i want to point it out because this is a channel that focuses on the front line of the war. Well, let's talk about the truth. Get, get the hell out of here. What inspired that today? Jamal Bowman. What inspired that today? I was born and raised in New York City. This is the city that I love. This is city- Be aware of this. Another elected official. Again, these elected officials, what he is doing, this Jamal Bowman, 
in New York City, causing problems, pushing people around. He's got a, a history of violence. He is trying, this is what the Marxists do. He is pushing the violent revolution. Because people like this guy in the background, some of these other people back they're thinking, yeah, maybe I should. Again, I'm showing it to you folks because this is him saying maybe you should do something and wait for it. Again, watch him use to lie accusing Marjorie Taylor Greene of being a white supremacist. City focus on hard work and love for all people. We will never accept hateful rhetoric in our city. Notice the antagonistic body language. This is a punk from New York, obviously. And again, he could, again, you guys understand, I'm just showing you what they're doing is they're putting the thugs, putting them inside the government, they're putting the Marxists in the government, and then they're rolling them out because that was the only purpose that they were allowed into the government to begin with. And his, look at his body language, this punk from New York, this street punk, basically, implying that violence should take place. That is divisive. Any rhetoric that uplifts white supremacy, we are pushing back against that in all its forms. Marjorie Taylor Greene needs to take her ass back to Washington and do something about gun violence. There it is. I don't want to listen to this demon anymore. Look at his body language. This is, ladies and gentlemen, the violent revolution. Nobody else is talking about the violent revolution. That is the reason why I do what I do. So remember, what they do is attack, 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 and then boom. Can you see the switch? Jamal Bauman responds to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Accuses Marjorie Taylor Greene of what? Putting a target on my back. (laughs) That is how this thing works. It's violent revolution. That is how it works. I've said it many, 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 many times. They attack, and they attack, and then when the time comes right, boom, they switch and put on the role of the victim. And he compares himself to Emmett Till and Mike Brown. (laughs) That is, and you guys, again, I I want to move on to real news, but be aware of this demon, this hardcore criminal. He's He's a criminal, and that is what they're doing. And then we have Governor Newsom, in California, suggests Marjorie Taylor Greene wants Jamal Bauman lynched. <laughs> so again, you can see their tactic. That is how they operate, ladies and gentlemen. Smear, wrap up smear. Attack, attack, attack. Victim. Body language. Yo, I'm from the yard. We need to get this white right there. Marjorie Taylor Greene, I hope that she sues this guy for a trillion dollars. <laughs> Because if you can get five million for misgendering, you should get a trillion for being labeled for mislabeling someone a white supremacist. But again, don't forget, of course, like we said last week or earlier this week, last week really, I think it was, that they have changed, they have their definition of white supremacy that under their definition, I'm a white supremacist, you're everybody's a white supremacist under their definition of white supremacy. You don't have to be white. You're just a white supremacist. So, um, there it is. That is the violent revolution. That's what it's all about. All right, folks, let's get to the 
quick um let's move on let's keep going with the culture issue um yeah i like this a lot actually forget that we are the majority and now we have this woman cyclist refuse to stand on winner's podium after transgender woman yeah right this dude after this dude wins the race <laughs> look at that and there it is folks that is what i have been saying for years if women step up and act like real women and whenever they put a dude in these events that that's what women should do and there it is folks this this person this dude who thinks that he's a woman um there it is he's on this podium and he can't believe that he was the only one on the podium <laughs> on this pedestal whatever you want to call it and because the women actually stepped up maybe they have been watching truth on our tv if you're a woman step away step away if you are there with these trannies you are part of the problem you are endorsing this situation step away let them stand there on their own and that's what they finally did and this dude probably his name is larry <clears throat> or something with an l claims that he transitioned to a woman in 2017 and he can't believe i have no idea why so many people bail from the podiums? <laughs> laugh, laugh, laugh. But they did. He is saying, I swear I wasn't the only one in my age group. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And you can read about this, but there it is. That is what should happen every single time. And then be aware of this. University of Colorado, assume. It, you know, they're coming out and saying, assume everyone is trans. Really? Great new acquaintances as they them theirs if you can believe that <laughs> so um yeah um so this um movement of sorcery and the sexualization of children is now saying that they are the norm just assume that everyone is us even though their movement is causing the implosion of anheuser-busch Proving, like we said the other day, that we are by far the majority. But again, this goes back to what I said before. They want you to believe them telling you that they are the majority is itself one of the most uh, sorcery gaslight movements in and of itself. Be aware of that. It's just another way of them trying to claim that they are the majority. Um, moving on to real news. Let's start. This is sort of the beginning of the show tonight. Notice that the Supreme Court is choosing consciously to not be involved in this very, 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 very important issue. And this goes back to a fundamental issue that we have been talking about on this channel, including especially the membership, where um, every um, the problems that we have will either be solved by the military, Congress, or the Supreme Court. There's really no other option. Now, when Trump had the executive branch, that's a different story, but the executive branch is stolen for now. 
So that is the reason I'm not including the executive branch. Now, the people that are spreading necessary disinformation so they can have their platform and don't say it, Bernie, <clears throat> be popular and whatever, do well. And uh, in some cases, is flat out necessary disinformation. They would tell you, they would have you believe that we could be the first nation in the history of, of humanity that could vote our way, vote ourselves out of tyranny. We're going to vote. We're just going to vote our way out of tyranny. <laughs> but they, they know that this pesky, pesky little channel out there called Truth on Our TV will remind you to trust yourself and logic wins every time. And emotion clouds logic. See, the people on the right that would have you believe that we can vote ourselves out of tyranny. Again, we love some of these people and they're spreading necessary disinformation. They are assuming that you cannot logically think on your own. They assume that for you to be to think and to feel oriented that you need to watch their shows. I assume that if I shut this channel down for a month that like I truly believe that during the two weeks that I was sort of gone, I believe that everyone that follows this channel is still solidly grounded on logic and reason. I understand that because you guys don't need me to formulate your belief system. I hope not, at least. Because in order for you to say, honey, I'm going to watch Truth on RTV again tonight, you have to be thinking on your own logically. Because the majority opinion of the popular channels that are having fun and, and these events and all these great things and tons of followers, no problem, no shadow banning. Wow, I got a million views. Wow, I see that my followership is, tr is, is going up by five or 10,000 per week, unlike Bernie. Those people, they're going to tell you things that are not logical. Again, those people are having you believe that we can vote ourselves out of tyranny. But I'm reminding everyone again tonight, that has never happened in the history of humanity. And that will never, ever happen until the final day and the final chapter of Revelation when humanity and the new heaven and new earth, and from now throughout all of history and to the final chapter of Book of Revelation, that'll never happen. No one's ever, ever, ever going to vote themselves out of tyranny. That's totally impossible. So because of that, we know that when we look at military and Congress and the Supreme Court, the something logically has to be driving what is happening. We have described this situation for years that we are in the Great Awakening, and that's, I'm just going to leave it at that, and that is the reason we can look at this and say, I mean, in a country that is supposed to vote themselves out of tyranny, dude, what are you doing, dude? What, what about you, ma'am? What are you guys doing? Think about it. Common sense. In a logical world, everything that everyone that mostly everyone on the right believes is fantasy when you look at this headline. 
you don't have a country when a Supreme Court doesn't want to step in just to stop these corporations from controlling the information. And they don't even give a reason why they're, they're not, they don't want to deal with, I know the reason. Because it ain't that it ain't part of the script. There's something special going on. For the same reasons they didn't step in to deal with the election steal. Common sense. Alright? It's not time yet. Then, alright, so let's look at these weapons that are in place. So we have Congress is trying to make some moves. What's happening with that? Let's see what's happening. That you're able to withhold information from the minority that we would need to use to no. prepare for a- when it comes to whistleblowers, you're not. And I would just I would just remind the committee, remind everyone. Look, Mr. when it comes Chairman, to whistleblowers, right. you are not. That's not right. It's it's shocking that the that gentleman. That's not right. It's shocking that fact, the gentleman so much about Mr. the whistleblower Chairman, in the impeachment. It's shocking that the gentleman from New York of the information we had when you were part yes, of the investigation with an anonymous whistleblower. We have. Chairman, these Mr. Chairman, I, I, can't, I can't hear five people at once. Can we have regular order? Mr. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, it recognizes it's, I'm inquiring, and I was not. And I've told inquiring. you that when it comes to whistleblowers, you are not entitled to it. That's the discretion of Mr. Allen. Mr. Chairman, these individuals have been determined not, not to be whistleblowers. These are not whistleblowers. <laughs> They've been determined by the. Shut up, lady. <laughs> you guys get it. So. What happens when you have a situation that I'm describing, we are understanding, is that what, what we have now is this becomes the front line of the battle. That's what's happening. So that's what I want people to see. The congressional hearings is all of a sudden is the front line. So they're freaking out over these weaponization of government hearings. And, um, you know, we can take a look at some of the things that are happening. Yeah, they're arguing about what a whistleblower is. And then we have these different witnesses are coming out, laying it all out. This is all part of the Great Awakening. This is the plan that is unfolding is the point that I'm getting at. Former FBI special agent left homeless after blowing the whistle on FBI DOJ gives powerful testimony. That's the key. This goes back to Trump's McCarthy and the plan to get these people out there, to get their testimonies out there, their testimonies on abuses of power and weaponization so that everyone can hear these juicy testimonies. We're putting the information in the public eye. That's what the whole thing with McCarthy giving the videos to Tucker Carlson, which then led to Tucker Carlson being removed from Fox News and the whole thing with Dominion. We're in the process of putting all this information in the public eye. And then we have this as a result of the Durham report. So we have the Durham report that now proves treason. Right? Among many, many things. We talked about the Durham report this week. This is the biggest story this week. And the Durham report has a lot of information that is deeply embedded in the report, just like the IG report. And one of the pieces of information is right here that FBI suddenly dropped four investigations into Hillary and Bill Clinton ahead of 2016 election. No one knew this until now. So again, the reason I'm being counter-narrative, I'm I'm countering the right-wing narratives on purpose. This is what I do for a living. This is what I've been doing since 2008, and especially since 2012, countering the narratives 
the narrative to take place. The only difference now is that I'm countering the narrative in the context of the online research project and in the context of logic and reason. So, don't forget that Bill Barr, the B-2 bomber, flew around the world with Durham to, to generate the information in the Durham report. Don't forget that. Think on your own. A lot of people have forgotten these things. And a lot of platforms that do follow the online research project, look at what they're posting, people. <laughs> they're posting these jokey confirmation bias proofs to try to make themselves seem popular. And you look at, I look at what some of these people are posting, that has nothing to do with anything tangible of what's happening. So now we know that the FBI dropped for investigation. So this information is unfolding. We're in the Great Awakening, and I'm letting everyone know. I said it earlier. I'm saying it again. Watch out. We don't know what's going to happen next. So here's some of what's coming out. I like Byron Donalds. He's coming out with this high energy. Listen to what some of what he's saying. So her media friends are not going to come out now and say, oh, yeah, you know what? We were wrong, and this is damning. They're just going to laugh it off, cover it for one or two days, and then ignore it. And this is really dangerous for our country, because what the report clearly shows is that you had rank and file in the FBI and three different offices who had serious concerns about the Clinton Foundation mm -hmm. and what was going on around Hillary Clinton. And I think one of the most damning things in in this report that really isn't talked about is that John Brennan actually briefed Barack Obama and then Vice President Joe Biden on July 26 about what the Clinton campaign was doing. And we have no idea what the reaction was from President Obama at that time. You know, as we talked about last week, well, this week, earlier this week. Big, big situation unfolding. He could have shut the whole thing down right then and there. Obviously, he did not implication of treason we're like the sharks and we are surrounding hussein and hillary nothing has changed ladies and gentlemen do not lose focus this is not about these smaller type you know even peter struck and lisa page forget about them yeah they're the ones being mentioned in in the news this is about the big players. We are surrounding them. But this is terrible for the country when you have the political arm of the FBI and the Department of Justice choosing to go after a presidential candidate simply because he was an outsider who had no ties in Washington and because Hillary Clinton wanted to be president. And by hook or by crook, she was going to try to get that done. It's a let, good let, thing for America that she failed. Let me, if I could, Congressman, quickly come back to the uh, allegations in the Durham report about uh, four investigations into the Clinton Foundation that were being undertaken by three FBI field offices, uh, suddenly being shut down shortly before the 2016 election. Uh, your colleague in the House, Matt Gates. The story we just covered, listen to the reaction. Gates and your former colleague in the House, Jason Chaffetz, want those investigations reopened. If the DOJ and the FBI refuse to do it, should there be congressional investigations? 
Oh, no, I totally agree. We should definitely be looking into this because you have a situation here where they had some basis of information to start those inquiries. And the report clearly shows you had, I believe it was uh, Peter Strzok and other people high up in the FBI who came in through it in one meeting and shut it all down with no reasoning. Then you had back channel text messages and emails saying, well, look, Hillary might be president. So do you think she's going to re reward you if you continue to look into this? It stinks. And the American people need to know about it. So I think those inv investigations should be restarted. So we have the impeachment of Merrick Garland, impeachment of Trump's Christopher Ray. at least, the, you know, they're being rolled out. You know, different people are rolling down Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now we have, we're going to see Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about the impeachment of Biden. All these different impeachments. We have now Biden's, uh, Obama's name is coming up more often. And now we have, oh, uh, well, maybe we're going to have to reopen all of those 2016 investigations. All because of why? Durham report. Can you see what is happening? Because of the Durham reports. Things are now unfolding. Then we have more. Of solemnity that I announce my intention to introduce articles of impeachment today on the head of this America at last executive branch that has been working since January 20th, 2021 to systematically destroy this country. The president of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden. Joe Biden has deliberately compromised our national security by refusing to enforce immigration laws. It goes on. Can you see what is happening? So all of a sudden, everyone is being impeached. All these, all these new questions are coming. I mean, this week alone, we've had a lot of new inquiries all kinds of impeachments flying all over the place and the full activation of the House. Marjorie Taylor Greene introduces articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, no wonder they're accusing her of being a white supremacist. Again, you guys get it. And she goes on to say what's happening. Look at the timing of all these things that are being rolled out. So something obviously is happening. Somebody says impeachment is a waste of time. You know, you would think it is because we have um, uh, the, the, the breakdown of the Senate and the House. Basically, this lame duck Congress. But um, unless something else is about to happen. You know, I'm looking at Feinstein and Fetterman and something would have to happen in the, at the Senate level, obviously. Um, maybe we have, um, you know, some people that are going to surprise us. You know, um, we don't know. Which, ironically, is one of the themes, is the theme tonight. What surprise is coming? 
Because if you do the math, things are not adding up. So we're going somewhere with this. And um, with that said, let's keep going. We talked about this the other day. Big, this could be, well, you know, I'm going to say maybe in the top three biggest stories of the week, maybe. Talked about this the other night. Joe Biden record for, for cell phone paid by Hunter, subpoenaed by House Committee. Again, I just keep thinking of this. If you are Hunter Biden and you want it to checkmate your dad, there it is, people. <laughs> I mean, again, you're not going to hear this anywhere else because mostly everyone on the right, um, they can't afford to talk about this because they want to keep their money going. I mean, they want to keep their reputation and their audience flowing and their reputation, you know, there's things that are happening that are real. And so they need to talk about things that are less true to kind of keep their life going. Get it? So because of that, on this channel, you're going to hear this. So let's get into it. If you are Hunter Biden and you know this thing about Hunter that we know, that being that Hunter deliberately left and forgot his laptop in this laptop repair place because he was a troubled man. And we know the context that you're never going to hear this on any media channel. Again, they need to make money and be, they need to survive and keep rolling and be popular. I'm being real now. So the people that need popularity, they can't even, even if they agree with me, they cannot tell you this. But we know this, that if Hunter hated his dad that much, it would be kind of, it would go in line with saying, Dad, I love you so much. I'll tell you what, I'm going to pay for this phone that I want you to use and go ahead and commit all your crimes. I mean, uh, go ahead and do all your phone calls on the phone that I am giving you. <laughs> right there. Expand your thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Just think about it. You are the news now. <laughs> Just, you know, there it is. Think about it. And now this phone just happens to end up in the hands of the main weapon that is bringing down the administrative state. Not the Supreme Court, because they seem, they, the Supreme Court, they seem to still be on vacation. Not the military, because the military, you know, they don't give away their moves. That's not the way regime change operations work. And even if they were, they're not going to tell you. If, any, if anything, they're going to release their little general plans to run around telling everybody that the military would never be involved. But it ends up in the hands of 
trumps McCarthy's House Oversight Committee. All, it's like everything goes right back to that early phone call with Trump right after January 6th. Yo, McCarthy, I need you to come secretly meet with me in Mar-a-Lago. Again, this one guy, Bernie, is going to ruin the operation, but don't worry about it. As a matter of fact, I'm involved with Rumble. Maybe I'll work with Rumble now that Susie got rid of Bernie. And we'll make sure that he doesn't get that many, you know, wink, wink. He's not going to be able to ruin our, our operation that much. Meanwhile, when you think about this, let's go for the, the big ending, right? Let's take a look at some... Um, meanwhile, think about all that. And speaking of ironies and what is happening, then you have this. Again, while the walls are closing in on Hussein and Biden thanks to Hunter's gift phone (laughs) and Hillary and these investigations that they're now discussing on Fox News that they want to reopen these investigations into Bill and Hillary Clinton from 2016. See, the enemy, they're determined. determined. See, they're sending their sharks and they're trying everything they can to surround the conductor. So we've been tracking this one. Here we go again. Georgia prosecutor Fannie Willis hints grand jury will unseal Trump indictments in August. Think about what is happening. Expand your thinking. Think of everything that happened in November of 2020 when everybody was disappointed. And um, see what you think. According to a report, New York Times Willis asked judges in a downtown Atlanta courthouse not to schedule any trials for the first three weeks in August. Think about that. We know they're not going to give up. She's considering RICO and conspiracy charges against Trump over his efforts to challenge the 2020 election. Of course, we know in this particular case, we, Trump, all of us, have the receipts of the election steal. Don't forget, societal servers. Don't forget. Evidence. But, while that's happening, um, then, um, again, this, something is unfolding. Let's see if we can figure it all out. Well, of the more than half dozen investigations, the former attorney general told CBS News, in his view, there is one that stands out. And he said the former president's comments at that recent CNN town hall may have created more legal exposure. I've said all along that of the cases out there right now, the one I'd be most concerned about if I were the former president uh, uh, is the Mar-a-Lago document case. (laughs) Really, dude? (laughs) Yo, Mr. Bill. That is the least. Because out of all those cases, that's the only one where if all Trump has to do is think about declassifying something and it's done. Read the presidential right records act, sir. Which you think he doesn't know the presidential's record act? He knows. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me, let's put it, all right. I'm going to continue with this one. Remember that I've said it before. Go watch my videos from the last two years. First of all, I'm 100%, if you ask me, 
the B2 bomber. Don't, we got, let, me, let me go even further back, like I said earlier. Don't forget, he was traveling with John Durham. B2 bomber. This guy does not fool me one bit. He, he bounces off of me like rubber bullets. What I'll share with you guys, something that I've noticed. And that is when Bill Barr is telling one of his stories. When he's telling one of his stories that he's lying, he tends to giggle like a, like a, he tends to have the nervous laughter. We've gone through this before. So look for the nervous laughter from the actor, the B-2 bomber actor. And why so? Because it's, it's, uh, it doesn't go a lot on intent or anything like that. It's, it's very, it's very clear that uh, he had no business having those documents. <laughs> Real. Other than the fact that he was the actual president of the United States. <laughs> Don't let the clowns actors play you. Uh, he was uh, given a long time to, to send them back. And he was... They... Laugh out loud again. What are you talking about long time to send them back? Think of everything that he's saying, people. We're subpoenaed. And if there's any games being played there, he's, he's going to be very exposed. Given <laughs> the developments in the grand jury, do you believe that special counsel Jack Smith is close to a charging decision? I would think <laughs> they'd want to do it before the end of the year. And how would you know that, sir? <laughs> is that the script that you were told to tell us? Not to mention, look at the timing. Why are they rolling out this guy? Think about it. Uh, and, um, you know, it could be in the, later in the summer or in the fall, you know. <laughs> Matter of fact, it could be perfectly timed that in a way to interrupt him from winning the election in 2024. <laughs> that would be the earliest I would expect it. And why that timing? Well, because if they're close, if they're close to a decision, I think the process of, you know, reviewing that and socializing it with the attorney general and so <laughs> forth. There goes the B-2 bomber nervous laughter. Yo, dude, there's no way Bill Barr would know. Anything about any timing, anything. Don't let him play you. He knows, again, he knows, he knows that people like us know that he's playing everybody. Come on, guys, it's right in front of you. (laughs) Every time he lies, he can't, he's not that good of an actor. He's like, (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. You know, my name is Bill Barr. I don't know why I'm laughing. I do know why he's laughing. Come on, dude. Nice try. Go away. That's enough. All right, folks. Don't let him play you. Think of what he's saying. Think of what's happening in Georgia. More on this conversation on the members' channel because there's way more to this. Meanwhile, rounding out tonight... I get is Trump gonna attack Tim Scott because he makes it official. Tim Scott makes it official. He's a Republican candidate for president. <laughs> of 
course, that's right up there with Nikki Haley. Nobody cares of Tim Scott. Everybody knows who is going to win. But then we have... Oh! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Report Ron DeSantis to formally enter 2024 race next week. <laughs> Laugh. Here it is. And you guys know it. Um, this is straightforward. If you ask me, a script. Yeah, Ron DeSantis is expected to be the governor in Florida. 100%. He knows that. He knows that. And nevertheless, he never said, to not even once, ever, that he was going to run for president. And all of a sudden, the operation is coming to fruition. If you ask me, 100% white hat operation. And... There it is. He's got all this money, blah, 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 to no avail. And by the way, right as the, if you believe the polls, DeSantis is like done in the polls. I'm DeSantis now that I'm completely out of the running, supposedly, according to the polls operation, I'm 40, 50 points behind Trump. Now that I'm at the basement, right at the bottom, high-fiving with uh Haley, what's her name? And right, I mean, he's at the bottom with Nikki Haley and, I mean, and Ramaswamy. Now that I'm at Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley level, now I'm going to roll. Come on, all of this is nothing. But you decide. um, There is a lot more of this. Could there be a hidden surprise in all of this? See what you think. Then we have this. Rounding out tonight, DeSantis pitch to donors. I'm the only GOP candidate who can beat Biden. <laughs> really? <laughs> and if anybody believes that he believes that, see what you think. You have basically three people at this point that are credible in this whole thing. DeSantis said, Biden, Trump, and me. Really? Biden's not credible. <laughs> but anyway. And I think of those three, two have a chance to get elected president, Biden and me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Based on all the data in the swing states, which is not great for the former president and probably an insurmountable because people aren't going to change their view of him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So now Trump looks good and Trump gets to be Trump and he can, well, Trump was attacking him every day. And it's a sideshow, really. It means nothing. I mean, the crowd that DeSantis would... And then we have, right? Then we have Mike Pence waiting. Based on this, I'm saying it now. Pence is going to say, I think I'm going to join... And then we have Chris Christie about to... So, it'll just be like... Fun and games. All Every... Whether it's Chris Christie, whether it's Nikki Haley, Ramaswamy, DeSantis, or whether it's Tim Scott or anybody else, or everybody, like Trump is saying, you know it, I know it, everybody knows it, that Trump is the only candidate. All of this is for show. 100%. And, um... I'll leave you guys with this, and uh, maybe we'll discuss the rest of this on the members' channel. (laughs) 
Um, to wrap up tonight, and then the you know, I will say this: conservative brief is known for putting a lot of jokey. Not, I mean, they came out the other day and said that. Um, what's her name from Fox News? Laura Ingraham was fired. That was straight from conservative brief. So. Watch out for this website. They're wrong all the time. But anyway, conservative brief coming out. Report DeSantis wants Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders to be his running mate. (laughs) Or should I say Trump's Sarah, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Trump's Sarah Sanders. While the sharks are surrounding Trump, Anyone who thinks they know how this is going to end, just remember what happened in 2020. All of us thought we knew. Why? Because all of us were believing Trump. The actor from New York. Be very, very, proceed with caution. careful. Nobody knows how this ends. As I said on the member's channel about six months ago. And some people didn't like it. See what you think? Let me know your thoughts. Right? Landslide. Trump situation right now. Enemy is surrounding Trump. Doing everything they can to bring him down. I've been saying 2024 is a fantasy delusion. It ain't going to go down. Trump derangement syndrome is too big for 2024 to go down. We've got the military working in the behind the scenes. Supreme Court is choosing not to be involved yet. And we have the House, Trump's McCarthy's House, fully activated. Think on your own. Like we've been talking about in drop number 2604. Trust yourself. Don't be trusting some popular right-wing media platform. Think about that. May the peace of God be with you. Have a great weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Bear with me on the studio. I, I know the sound and lighting is not so great yet. Bear with me on that. And, um, See what you think. Check out all the links in the description box. And um, join me on True Social. And again, be on the lookout for uh, upload on the member channel, maybe at some point early or middle of next week. All right? For the, the paying members. Great way to support this channel. See what you think. On this beautiful Friday night. I love you guys all. Let me know what you think. God bless. All right. Love you all. Be back Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern.